0: We are so glad that you're here because you're choosing to thrive after betrayal, trauma, or addiction. Hi, I'm Ashlyn, The Once Betrayed.
1: I'm Kobe, The Once Addicted. And I'm Brandon, The Expert. Now why am I an expert? Because I've treated betrayal, trauma, and addiction for over a decade. I want to invite you guys over to our premium site where you get in-depth content and access to us. We answer questions there for you and you get interaction with
2: like-minded people. To find that site, go ahead and click details and scroll to the bottom. You'll see the link to our Patreon site.
0: All right. I have a fan shout out and it's called exactly what I needed. I found Ashlyn and Kobe after my new boyfriend confessed to me that he had a, had grown up with a pornography problem. I wasn't sure where to turn or what I should expect from our relationship. The first episode that I found was about feelings that each party feels. I was in tears as I listened, knowing that I wasn't crazy and that it is possible to work through those feelings. Highly, highly recommend this podcast to anyone and everyone. It talks about addiction and betrayal in an open and healthy way and makes the listener feel hope. Thank you. That's great. I, Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I just, I love that she can listen, even though they're not married and still find how it relates to her in her story.
1: That's what I was going to say is uh, when when I get clients who are dating and they're thinking of getting married and they're coming to therapy and coming to work with me, I just think that's so cool and I I, totally and, and I agree. think they'll have success because they're just they're being proactive yeah. and they're they're setting themselves up for success. So it also takes a lot of courage to do that cuz that, yeah. that never crossed my
2: mind. never crossed
1: my mind. Right. Like, hey, let's go to therapy before we get married. Yeah, And yeah, that well, didn't cross my mind either. Oh, I know. I wish yeah. we
0: had. And courage, I think, for the the one not addicted to say, "Hey, I want to I want to learn about this and I want to understand it and go into it with the right expectations." Yeah, which ab- is absolutely. Courageous. That That's is awesome. courageous,
1: no question. Super. Okay, let's jump in. Um, today's topic is like one of my favorite topics of all time. So it's, uh, and I think if, if, if you grasp what we talk about today, it can really change your life. um, not just in your marriage, um, but everything. Mm -hmm. And it's, how, how did you word it, Kobe? It's having eyes to
2: see success. Yeah.
1: Okay. Having eyes to see success. So what does that mean? Well, I,
2: I think this is, um, I think this is a skill and this is a, a way of living that requires mindfulness that requires uh focus each day and i think that is uh is a super super important part of recovery but it also requires one to be firmly grounded in reality mm-hmm. and it also requires the mindfulness to stay out of perfection or failure because yeah. that's a very—I mean—that was a place I mean, most that most of us lived like in. That. Yeah, I'm. It, it was so. Let me let me put you like this. Um, I probably acted out as far as like the percentage of my life in addiction. Probably, we'll say, I don't know, five percent of the time. Okay, right. over the course of my life, and it, it's interesting how destructive five percent can be in a life. Actually, how much it actually defined you yeah even but though it was five percent exactly right? that's what i that's what i allowed to have happen because my feet weren't firmly grounded in reality my head was in shame and that began this this thought process that just spiraled downward so, so just to clarify this so you're acting out five percent of the time but your paradigm
1: or your perspective of kobe is somebody who's bad somebody who's a pervert somebody who's a bad husband and so that's how Don't you... Don't forget s- douche. <laughs> okay, that too.
2: <laughs> that, that's, how, that's how you started to view the world, right? Um, um, I definitely viewed myself as that, and then it became that. And so what... You, what, you become... That's your identity. Yes. And so what that means is, in to, to, whittle that down, to boil that down into a, a sentence, I had eyes to see only my failures. Yes. Okay? So that's why this topic is super important, to have eyes to see... Success so, so when you have eyes to see
1: only your failures the the doors that start opening up in your life are the ones that are about failure that yeah. you you see everything oh, there's an opera. I failed again, there yep. that is again, oh, I'm a loser, I'm this, I'm that mm-hmm. and and ultimately that's what you start creating over and over again, yeah, okay, yeah.
0: I gotta share this because it's pretty sad, but <laughs> 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 um back in. When did we leave Idaho, Kobe?
2: 2011.
0: Uh, oh, I'm way off. Okay, so 2000. <laughs> I have really bad time frame memory. So 2011 um, and 2010 and 2011 were hard years for us. Not in recovery so much, but just life. Oh my okay? gosh, you guys, this is something no, that this is, we never talk about,
2: huh? We don't talk about this because it's not like we avoid it.
0: I. Okay, so lots of things were happening. Um, We started off the year, my brother passed away. He committed suicide. And so that was really hard. And I was pregnant with our second. Um, Then Kobe's uncle passed away from cancer.
2: You were laid off because of the economy, your job? I was
0: laid off. Then Kobe was laid off. Wow. We lost our home that we had in St. George. Um, Then we... his. Let's see. Your mom passed away two weeks after your uncle suddenly in her sleep. Um, your grandpa died. Like grandpa died. Days after my my mom. grandma, grandpa died. Then my grandma,
1: oh it was goodness. like one thing
0: after another. Okay. I made a list of all the bad things in my life. Like look at this guys. And look how hard of my life is and all these things. Right. And it felt like crap. Mm-hmm. felt horrible. like my life felt so heavy yep. and it f- There was no hope. And like, how are we ever going to get out of this? We just lost our
2: home. So now
0: we have to deal with foreclosure and that crappiness. And we don't have jobs. And then it was 11
2: days later that I was laid off from my job.
0: Yeah. So just a lot. And so um, when I feel like when, especially when we started recovery, I had lots of finger pointing and blaming, right? And it was really easy to make that list of all the things Kobe wasn't. Add this to the
1: list. All of the horrible things. Yeah. Right? Oh, heck yeah. So, so so this this year, this is a great example. Now, you had good reason to feel a lot of, <laughs> we'll say, negative emotion. Yeah. Um, th- there was a lot of pain there. Um, but you can look at that pain a, a couple different ways. And in looking at that pain, you can say, God doesn't love me. It's hopeless. Um, my life's horrible. And a- if you stay there and you resonate there, a while, then you're going to start to create more of that. Mm -hmm. But, and I'm not saying this to discount your pain in any way, because all that stuff is painful, but if you can look at it, but also stay on the positive and, you know, find purpose in all of it and, and, and recognize that there is still blessings around you, even though hard things are happening and knowing that, that, you know, God does have your back here. Um, you can, you can see it as growth And like what we talked about in the failure episode, um, but it's easy to get stuck in that. It's especially easy to get stuck in that in your marriage. You start to should all over your spouse (laughs) and, 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 you know, like they should be nicer. They should be this. They're just mean. They're just, they're just nasty, judgmental, horrible people.
0: If he would just stop all our problems would go away.
1: Right. right. <laughs> Legit, that was yours.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. Cause that's why I so, would so, say so, all the time, just stop. So
1: Ashton in that there's an undertone oh or gosh. there's a belief that Kobe is the one that sucks here. Oh, for sure. And he's the problem. He's causing so, this. Nothing.
0: I did nothing wrong. So, for if, so long. if you have that thought,
1: <laughs> you, you guys, our thoughts create our reality. So our thoughts program, our brain, they, they, our thoughts create our emotions. And if you have that thought over and over again, um, then you're going to to, to start believe to believe it that Kobe is the one is, is the one with all the problems here. Yeah, and,
2: and he sucks, right? Let me let me just say that what you just shared is exactly what my thought process was. And I didn't realize that that was where you were in your head, like if this is, I mean, this is happening because Kobe's acting out. So just remember all the stuff that we that we just described, losing two jobs, losing a house, losing like six family members in the course of eighteen months. Sixteen. That I viewed is it's I viewed that as like God punishing me.
1: Oh, you are bad and you're doing yeah. all this bad stuff. So now here God is to punish you
2: because yes. you're bad. That's exactly yep. it. It's, so it wasn't it's the just the
0: idea that God blesses us when we're being good,
2: right? Yeah. A yeah, <laughs> <the laughs> contingency model of God's love, like <laughs> c- totally. I, I I completely. This is and and this is a totally separate episode, but I wanted to just share this because this was really where my where my head was. This is how destructive I was. I rejected myself so deeply, and I loathed myself so deeply that and and all of these things that happened, my mom dying. My grandpa dying, all this stuff. My mom was fifty six. All that stuff was because God. They were just reaffirming the, the the truth, and God was sending that to me as evidence of I'm no good. So I I loathed myself even more. And then I and then I developed this this frame of mind about God that He was a God of vengeance and a God of justice, and um, a God of hell, fire, and damnation. And I was getting it. But all this all this. The construct
1: of your your paradigm here is it's a it's like a machine that's fueling beliefs of of shame. Yeah, right? I, I mean, like absolutely. this this whole model is like Kobe, you suck, you're bad, you're a failure. Yeah, right. You're not good enough. Yeah, and so that's how you were showing up in your marriage, and that's how you were showing up at work, and, and because well, and that, that's what you you believe totally believed.
0: for sure. And going back to what you were saying. I really had that belief of, okay, what's going to happen next? Like all these bad things have happened. There can't be one more thing. And right. after that was like some of the worst years of our life. It was our daughter's abuse Yep. that next year and Kobe's second affair right. the next year, like the hardest years. And so it's like, so, I, I, I so sometimes, sometimes but, now I think things are so good for us right now. Like, should I have that mentality, uh, right? Yeah, like, where is it like going? We're scared
2: because it's not. We're not what in the norm. Ca- like, but, but what
0: lesson have I not learned? Here's the thing, you <laughs> guys.
1: Okay, what's true? Is it is it true that maybe all that stuff happened to you guys because you guys suck and <laughs> God's punishing you? I don't think so. That could be true. No. That, <laughs> but, but hang up. Hang in here with me for a second. Okay. Okay, that could be true, or something else could be true. Um, what else could be true?
0: Uh, it was, I think maybe our actions and some of the things were showing up in life that those were results of it. Right. Okay. Um, but I think a lot of them were just, it had nothing to do with us. There are things we couldn't control. We can't control people dying and living.
1: Okay. Yeah. So, so maybe that's another thought that you could have is look, this isn't God doing anything. It's just happening and we're not being punished. Okay. We could take it even further. We could believe um maybe all this stuff happened to you all at once because God needs you and you're powerful and you're important and so you went through the f- you, you sat in the f- fire, fire for a long uh, time for a long time <laughs> because you were being refined and you were being prepared for something important now any one of these things could be true okay mm-hmm. uh, if if you choose to believe different ones of these different thoughts here then you're gonna have different consequences. If you believe what you're talking about, Kobe, the, the negativity, the shame, mm-hmm. then, then that's what you're gonna put out to the world, and that's what you're gonna attract back into your life. For sure. Right? So, so, but but what's, what's really cool is anything that happens around us, when you ground yourself in reality, you can choose how to feel and how to respond to yes. that anything that happens. And you can, you can apply love and peace to, to the things that happen, or you can apply shame and hopelessness. And if, if, if you're used to that shame and hopelessness, you'll do that with everything. Um, but you can shift it and it's really cool to start to shift it. Um, but, but the first step to that is, is recognizing those faulty core beliefs or those negative thoughts and not judging them. Because think about it. If I say, Gosh, I suck and I'm not enough. And then, and then I catch myself and I say, well, you just had a bad thought. You shouldn't have a bad thought. You suck. Like,
2: don't have a bad thought. Now I'm still, I'm still in it.
0: And that's a totally real thing. All right. Yeah. Sure. And then
2: we'll continue to have ice Anytime something goes sideways as we perceive it, then that becomes reaffirming. That's one more piece of evidence that I suck.
1: Right, right. There's all the evidence around me for the day because... I, I, I suck, and then I told myself I suck, so therefore I'm <laughs> horrible. But, but if I see that come, if let's say I mess up or I do something stupid, and I'm like, man, I suck. And I'm like, oh, there's that thought, Yeah. interesting. Okay, I had it, um, th- that's my ego, that's, that's you know, what, I, what I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what, I'm, I'm just gonna choose to think something different right yeah. now. Um, I'm gonna try something else on in this moment. And I'm not going to judge the the thought of uh, hey I'm bad, mm-hmm. but I'm going to try something else. So and and you can do this with your spouse. So for example, you get home from work or whatever. Your your spouse is in a bad mood, and you're like, man, they're always in a bad mood, and they make my life so hard. And the, okay, so catch those thoughts. Whoa, there's. There's my negative thoughts. Go Here, ahead, Ashley.
0: You just nailed it on the head. When I hear "always" and "never," oh yeah, and those are super cues to me. Like this is crap, yep. Ashlyn. You are <laughs> listening to absolute crap. Yep. Because there, nothing is always and never, and that that's the story I tell myself. Yeah.
1: This this is the this is the spike narrative. Yeah. Yes. yes. Is what we're talking about. Yes. You, and, and 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 why the spike narrative thing works so well is because it's a way to accept that you have those thoughts. Oh, that's Spike. It's not me, that's Spike. Um, But I'm gonna choose to not go along with Spike here, right? So so when I walk in, I judge my spouse, I think she's horrible, then how am I gonna show up to her for the rest of the night? (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna treat her like she's horrible. And she'll probably be horrible to me, right? But if I come in and I, uh, let's say I show up in love and acceptance and and I'm patient and I'm kind. Then all of a sudden, I'm going to get something different from her. Here's a question for you guys: Somebody who has done some horrible things in a relationship. I think he's talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> can, can you? Pretty sure. <laughs> can you? Um, ha, can you have positive thought and acceptance and love for them? Yes. Is that a healthy thing? Yes. Yes. So, yeah. I'm
0: going to stel- say this because I know um, the betrayed, whoever you are, are listening, and saying, but I don't want to. Because yeah. when we give back some positive uh, reinforcement or, hey, thank you for showing up and in that moment, it's scary as crap because you're thinking, they're gonna forget that all my pain is still here. That's a
2: really good point,
0: right? And I don't want to give them that, but it is—it's really a
2: so.
1: So here's a—it's a scary step. Of here, faith. here's a hard reality. And I'm just gonna say it bluntly: is if you can't accept them for where they're at in the horribleness of what they're doing or whatever, and you can't love them for where they're at, then th- the reason is is not because of them; it's because you're lacking your own boundaries. Mm. It's it's too scary for you to to do it because you think, I'm gonna have to do, I'm gonna have to give in on something, I'm gonna have to give up my self-respect, I'm gonna have to overlook something and just get hurt over and over again. And you and you don't have to. If you have your boundaries, it'll hurt what they're doing still, it's, it's still painful, but you can accept where they're at, you can love them for where they're at and why they're doing what they're doing, but you can still have your own sense of self, and your own boundaries.
0: I love that. And I think what you said is so important. Like, pause when you're listening right now and go back and listen to what Brandon said. Yeah. I think if I had heard that so long ago, I would have treated you a lot differently.
2: Because really what you're saying is 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 love your... Like, see your, your husband not as the addict. See your partner, because it could be... You could be married to a woman who was is, who is an addict. But see your partner for who they are rather than the addict all intertwined. Cause you know, mm-hmm. you talk about seeing Kobe and then seeing the addict Right? Would that. would was that? That was the
0: beginning of it. Right? right. If I had had that, it would have been faster. Right.
2: right? It's really interesting.
1: Wow. It's fascinating. A couple comes in and meets with me and uh, I do think I have this thing about me where I have just positive regard toward most people. So yeah. I meet with, I meet with addicts who have done crazy things and mm-hmm. I meet with, Wives who are spinning in anxiety and doing crazy things in their marriage as well And so the couple comes in and they start pointing fingers and they're like well She does this and she just blames me for everything and treats me like dirt and she's she, she's the reason why I relapse and she's this And she's that and she's over there you know, doing the same thing to him and in the meantime, I'm sitting so I'm th- there's three people in the room, right? I'm sitting there and I'm feeling both of their pain and I'm seeing both of their power, and 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 I tell I tell couples all the time. I say it's really one one thing that burns me out more than anything. The most frustrating part of my job is when I see two really good people, like solid, wonderful people, um, not be able to stay together because they can't see each other that way. Mm-hmm. Um, they can't view each other that way, and they don't view each other as somebody who's 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 strong, somebody who's who's, who's powerful, somebody who's loving and kind, because all they're getting is the resistance from each other. And it just starts to tear the relationships apart. If you change your paradigm on your spouse today, it will change your marriage, but you got to have your boundaries yeah. still. I right? love that.
0: Okay. So I have to share this. One of the gals in one of my groups had something that I really loved. I haven't even told Kobe this, but we, I make them share th- gratitude and things they're thankful for every day for this reason. Mm-hmm. Because the day can be full of so many triggers and spike narratives. You got to see the good. right? So she said, um, I started doing this and it's really helping me see the shift. And she says, I started this other journal that's just for my husband. And all it is, is every day I'm writing three things that I see in him as good. Oh, wow. I yeah. know. I was like... Oh my gosh, I'm I wonder, doing this. It's a great How idea. many
1: people have journals out there that are all about like- The bat. The, yeah, the crap. Like, I'm just unloading I about how much I hate my spouse in this journal. Right? Yeah, I do. Maybe get awesome. a good one too.
0: <laughs> yeah. I do. It's... I
1: know my wife does. <laughs> well, she did. <laughs>
0: So I, anyways, I thought it was amazing. And I thought, you know, sometimes I say these things out loud to Kobe, but what a gift it would be to say, Hey, if you ever want, you know, if you're feeling whatever, go look at my journal. Here right. it is. And it's all the right. good things that you show up. It's you making breakfast for the kids every day or lunches for the kids. It's little things, right? Of you showing up as you and not old Kobe.
1: It's amazing when That's I, t- cool. when I take, a, when that. I take a look at. At the positives with my spouse and with myself, how much I just like I'm so I'm such a lucky man. Mm-hmm. I'm lucky to be me because of who I am and and just what I have to offer. And I'm lucky to have her in my life. And but it, but it takes me looking at that. And well, I mean, why don't we always look at that? We That's get com- yeah, we get comfortable in our shame, and we get comfortable in our disconnection. And we want to create that. Yeah.
0: I do think it is an everyday battle that as humans we face to choose to see the good or choose to see all the crap around us. Because every day there's going to be crap. Every day. Whether it's to us or just around us. And so I think it is the skill that you really, I used to be a huge pessimist. I only saw the, good, the, the crap in the world and in people. I saw the worst in them. And, and I, I gossiped a lot. I judged a lot. And for me to make that shift was not easy and it didn't happen quickly. And it took a lot of time and it was hard for people to see me different. Right. Especially yeah. my loved ones. Like, no, you're that judgmental, dumb little sister Right. that they called me a news reporter when I was little, <laughs> cause I was so bratty and I told on everyone. <laughs> and so I, it is, I have changed, but it is daily effort yeah. for me.
1: Yeah. So I just recently I've started um, so instead of turning the radio on when I drive to work, um, I've started turning the radio off and sitting in silence as I drive. and And that's hard. Yeah, oh, and I'm loving it because what I'm doing is'm I'm, I'm noticing my thoughts and i'm I'm helping myself change those thoughts. Because it's interesting, right when you wake up, you know, you pick up your phone, you got that email from that one person who annoys you. Set you you off. Yeah, and then it's like, uh, you know, I don't have any clean clothes because I haven't done my laundry and I'm (laughs) I'm so lazy and disorganized. So, like, now I'm in that mode. And, you know, if you just stop and you're like, hey, like, it it, it just happens so automatically. You're right. If you just stop for a minute and you're like, hey, I'm going to have some control over my mind instead of having it just control me automatically well and it's
0: it's also goes back to your boundaries right Um, i don't check emails in bed and i don't uh, look at comments on instagram in bed because it can absolutely change my mood that
1: negativity those thoughts and they just start setting in
0: and the days that i've done it right kobe i'll be like oh why did i do that and i've broken my own boundary because i know that's not good for me
2: yeah wow I'm just connecting dots on this myself, <laughs> and um, one of the one of the things that I'm just hearing from both of you is there are very specific things that you're doing in order to create space. Um, not create space. There's very specific things you're doing to train your eyes to see the success. Success always leaves clues. So does so does struggle, but the The big thing that helped me, I'm just thinking about this I mean, what you guys are describing is exactly why I have dailies. and it's exactly why I have boundaries because every day that I can plug my phone in in the bathroom and put it on do not disturb is 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 actual evidence that reaffirms that I'm a changed man, right Every day I work out with Ashlyn or not, it's always with Ashland most of the time anyways it's evidence that it, it helps me reaffirm that I'm a changed man. Right. And so this is, I mean, we always talk about dailies as being things to help with mental clarity, stress relief, emotional release, um, mental focus. But in truth, what it also is, is it's another piece of empirical evidence that I am changed that, that it, it's another it's another way for me to train my eyes to see success you know what i mean mm-hmm. and i and i and I know for sure at month sixteen standing in the kitchen of our old house
0: we're still here <laughs> got that's
2: the that's the moment when I owned the fact that that's, that's, the, that's the moment when I really had eyes to see success. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To the extent that I was able to forgive myself. And it was just... It was, it, was, it was the... It was... It was the turning point in my life. And if I didn't have that evidence... I didn't have eyes to see the things that I was successfully doing. I don't know where I'd be. I don't know where I'd be. So this whole, this whole journey of recovery is so grounded in having eyes to see because success is, I mean, seeing daily success is a snowball effect. It can be a snowball effect. And sometimes when we build these beliefs internally like I did. Like when I built all these internal beliefs and I used all the crap things that happened in life as evidence that I sucked, then all of a sudden it was like I was retraining my brain because of things that I was actually doing that were successful, despite my failings. Despite right. my failings. Right. I began to see all those successes and that's when it was like, wait, I am changed. Right. And I think that those dailies and those boundaries were so important me for so many reasons but in this context of having eyes to see success it trained my eyes really to see success yeah all those things did now, empirically you know you know I,
1: mean? I got to say in the context of having eyes to see success you can do all these boundaries you can do a lot of things out of shame yeah you can, you, can, you know not or working out every day or or whatever you're doing you can feel more and more bad about yourself. Or you can open up space to feel good about yourself and to see the the, the little wins throughout the day and the, yeah. and the little successes well, throughout the day and
0: wins in your workout. Especially when it when anyone's starting a workout, it's super frustrating. You feel like I'm not strong, I'm weak, I'm I don't look like a certain person on whatever. And right. it's easy, so you have to show up and see the successes in your own self and that journey too. Right. Um, I'm gonna make note that I do. Um, I highly recommend when you have those moments where you see success within your relationship, maybe one of you showed up for each other. Uh, maybe you had an argument and it ended in a healthy way rather than old ways, Right. document those things so that it, it stays in your brain. Um, those were huge for me because I had documented all That's the good. bad that I had to document the good to say, look, Things are changing. Right. This is working.
2: Yes. Yes. Notice the good. The recovery piece is so important because it's, it's not about don'ting. Recovery is not about don't no. do this, don't do that. It's about changing who we are internally to acquire characteristics and qualities and traits that will um, develop us. Right. It will change us for the better. And there's no way, there's no way... That um, I would have ever gotten to this place had I not been faced with this like this struggle, and I still remember um, seeing. <laughs> I I I would cry for you. I was I'm I've always been the crier. Clearly, if you can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> but I would cry mainly because they're like painful, they're painful cries of like painful soul cries of like sloughing off a relapse or sloughing off a binge. And I would feel it was like in order to connect with God, I had to kind of work through the the shame and that would cause tears and emotion and just pain within me. And um, so my tears have changed enormously.
0: I am just realizing this as you, as you say this. It is super true. Like you still cry, but it's not this wailing. It was almost, like you said, painful.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, Yeah. That's your your, so your tears to me feel like like appreciation
2: and and hope and totally and just gratitude connecting the dots yeah. and just seeing things it's like yeah. oh my gosh like yeah like i i feel over i i, I not feel overwhelmed with gratitude but i really do oh, right because so of the because of the great change that's interesting that you just connected that
0: yeah sorry about that but
2: no that's okay no sorry about that don't don't apologize for connecting I, those dots i want to share a story um
1: and in what we're talking about, you bring in all these concepts of, you know, the power of positive thinking, and the law, the laws of attraction, mm-hmm. and things right. like that. Um, you know, if you think these things, they create an energy, yes. and this energy um, starts to open up possibilities in the world, and those, and then things start being attracted into your life. Um, and so, I have a personal story about this. I've been telling this in my groups this week. Um, so. I have this thing about money where I just think everything's going to work out. Like everything's just, I believe it. And I, I see the world that way. And so not, not to say that I don't have any stress about money or anything like that, but, um, I was dead broke. Um, I went on this internship, this unpaid internship, and I started like getting more serious with my wife. We were dating and we were wanting to get engaged. This is when you're in DC. Yeah, and I had no money. And so I had no money to buy her a wedding ring. And um I get I get home from Washington DC and I'm I'm sitting in my condo and thinking, "Man, I'm broke." And I, I, I didn't have a job cuz I just got done with his internship. I was like, "Man, I need to buy her a wedding ring. What, what am I going to do?" And I checked the mail and the uh the internship decided that it was a paid internship <laughs> and they sent me this big check. No. <laughs> yeah, so I went and I went and uh, got a wedding ring. Um, How cool is that? Yeah. Fast forward a, a few years. Um, it was the summer. I was a student. I was studying in my grad school program, and I was broke. And so I went on a game show, Family Feud, what? and I won it five times. No, way. Yeah, didn't. I got this big. You know, not a huge lump sum of money, but I got it some money. That? How much did you get? I got like eight grand. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Why With, don't
0: we know this about you? Yeah,
2: seriously. And so then. Dude, um, you are the legend. Yeah. <laughs> you are the legend. Yeah. One family feud five times. Oh my god! Yeah, gosh.
1: five times, undefeated. That is and crazy. Yeah, I need to put it on YouTube so people can yeah, see I us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then, I'm, you know, I have all these bills and whatever and I'm sitting in my living room and my neighbor knocks on my door and he's like, hey, I don't know if you know this, but um, uh, our our neighborhood actually owned some water shares together and we just sold them, so here's a check for 10 grand. Oh my gosh. No. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, sweet, great.
0: That's right? a really amazing surprise.
1: And, <laughs> and then just this week, um, there was this old thing that I'd done where I was selling some courses or something, but but like it was this old PayPal account that I didn't realize existed, some money was trickling in there, and I found 3,500 bucks. <laughs> 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 so, so, so here's the thing, like, That's so cool. it, how am I manifesting this in my life? Um, I, I do think I'm creating it. Not not to sound arrogant, yeah. but but like these things could happen to me if I had the the negative thoughts. Um, all these things could happen, and I could still be thinking like, "Well, I only got ten grand, yeah." Or you know, why doesn't God show up for me more often? Or how come you know? Totally it could all true. be negative, but I see it as I like there there is there is security god's gonna take care of me Mm -hmm. things are okay and so that's what's created in my life and that's what i see happening over and over again that's so cool right so that's it that's an example of having having that positive energy that creates
2: something Mm -hmm. for you that's so cool i know i love it i love it but so so this is why what you just shared is let me go back to what i said in the very beginning it takes a lot of mental focus it takes a lot of mindfulness it takes a lot of um, effort day to day to have eyes to see success, and that's a super super important piece of recovery, is recovering your life, but more importantly, recovering who you are and what happens around you. I I, I just recovery is is so much about this. It's Absolutely. not just it's not just uh it, it's becoming. But the cool thing is 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 most people who are listening to this. People who are really seeking um, help is as hopeless as they as they feel, right? Whether you're the, the betrayed or the addicted. But if you if you think about this, each of you has already seen success. If you're here listening, it's likely that you've already seen um, very successful moments and achievements in your life, work, family, academics, sports, and it's possible for you to extend the same kind of success into this arena of recovery. Absolutely. And if you begin having eyes to see the successes that already exist, then you can continue to search out with your eyes. You can train your eyes to see more successes till you become as successful in recovery as you have it in other areas of life. I so believe that. And if you don't believe that, like like if you don't believe that's possible for yourself, believe that it happened to us and and we're still making it happen for us. And I'm talking about recovery. It is this path that we that we're still on and the same activities that yielded that yielded sobriety that yielded uh, disclosure that yielded all these really successful milestones in recovery have the same things are deepening connection and love far beyond the arena of addictive behavior and betrayal trauma. They're deepening love and connection and success in life. And we've just trained our eyes to see the success.
1: You know what's cool and, and it, this'll give hopefully anybody hope is your relationship can one hundred percent change if the other person doesn't change at all. And it just, Super just good change point. the way that you look at them. Like cha- like like put some eyes of success and love on your partner today. And, um, and, 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 send some positivity their way and uh, acceptance and see what happens. You'll <laughs> feel better. Absolutely. You'll I legit feel better. Yeah. I love it. Okay. You guys, thanks for joining us. Any last words guys?
2: Yeah. Have eyes to see all the good. All right. Peace see out. See you guys.